reignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. excited like I am. Give the Lord a shout of praise.
So never wanna go somewhere If I know that you're not dead I don't wanna go
Hallelujah. A better hand clap for our sister. And now, wow. Thank you, our neighbor. Welcome him or her once again to the New Dimensions Convention. And it's good to see all of you here. Jesus Christ said something. He said that, how often will I love to gather my children, gather my children like this, the way you have gathered. Say, how often will I love to gather my children as a chicken gathers her chicks under her wings? Then he said something after that. He said that, and you will not. See, he wants to gather, and the people refuse. But we thank God that we have gathered tonight in the house of the Lord. And we have gathered before our Father. Amen. In times like this, God gives fathers a spiritual scroll that is open and read to his children. Hallelujah. And why? Why is it given? It's given so that we can find our way in 2017. I see you finding your way in 2017. Amen. So tonight, our father is ready. I believe that he has received a scroll from heaven. He is going to open it and he's going to read to his children so that they find their way clear in 2017. Amen. Now, heaven is ready. Ask your neighbor that, are you ready? All the spiritual apparatus in heaven are ready for us. And I believe that we are also ready. And I believe that our Father is also ready here to open the scroll and to read it for us. I want you to be on your feet, put your hands together, and welcome the daddy of the house, Bishop Edwin Hallelujah. Clap your hands for Jesus. Keep clapping. Are you excited to be here tonight? I can feel your excitement. I, I am rather feeling Hamatan. Are you excited to be here tonight? Then give the Lord your loudest shout. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. What a blessing. What a privilege. What an unapos. 
for us to be here tonight. We don't deserve it, Lord. It is unaporific. So tonight, 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 open your scroll. Let the ancient letters be read. Let your mighty light shine. And may none under the sound of my voice be in darkness. In Jesus' name, amen. Clap your hands and you may be seated. I want to welcome you to, to our Thanksgiving convention. I believe that everyone here will make it to your destination not only in 2017 but in the months and the years and the decades ahead of you. What I'm sharing tonight and tomorrow night it's not for 2017. It is for the journey of your life. And I want you to be very, very attentive. Because this convention is more like a teaching convention but by the time I'm through I believe that what must shift in your life would have shifted what must roll in your life would have rolled and you are going to stand blessed in the years ahead I want to read two portions of scripture and then I will begin to share the word of God with you. I will explain the word of God to you tonight. Something will change in your life. I said something will change in your life. This convention is an anti-destruction convention. It is a missile shield. That is, any missile the devil has released in your direction, in this convention, God is going to block that missile God is going to stop that missile in its trajectory and it will not land on your life. I said any arrow that has been shot from the enemy's camp will be blocked in the air. It will not land on your life. 
I'm going to give you the missile shield. The missile shield. That blocks Satan's plans for you. That blocks Satan's agenda for your life. You may not know, but you are in a battle. I don't know whether you've been told, but you are fighting. The student is fighting. The teenager is fighting. The man with her beloved is fighting. Hopefully not with her beloved, not with his beloved. The married woman is fighting. The pastor is fighting. Even babies are fighting. When the baby is lying down and is throwing the legs up in the air, what do you think? It is fighting. But you will win your battles. I said you will win your battles. I'm going to take you along a road. Make sure you stay on that road. John chapter 10 verse 31. This is Jesus. Then the Jews took up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, Many good works have I showed you from my father. For which of those works do you stone me? <laughs> the Jews answered him saying, For a good work we stone thee not, but for blasphemy. And because thou, being a man, makest thyself God. Hmm. Mystery scriptures. Then you jump to verse 39. Therefore, they sought again to take him. But he escaped out of their hand and went away beyond Jordan into the place where John at first baptized. And there he abode. But he escaped out of their hand. You will escape. Get ready to escape. You think everybody likes you in your office? Get ready to escape. But he escaped out of their hand. When we talk about new dimensions, it is not always as plain and as one step as it should be. 
I have got hundreds of powerful notes about breakthrough, about prosperity, about acceleration, about speed, about brightness. I've got messages I can preach tonight to titillate you. But tonight and tomorrow night, God is putting into your hands a new dimension of escapes. Now, in your life, just as you find in Jesus' life, you know Jesus healed the sick, raised the dead, healed the blind, cast out devils, but he also needed to run away sometimes. When you are living your life and in your grand scheme, you don't make room for escapes, you really don't understand what you are about. In spite of the new dimensions of healing and miracles and breakthroughs and all the blessings, a believer must learn how to run away. If you don't know how to escape, how to escape, you are going to have a problem, baby. Even Paul had to escape. In Acts chapter 9, verse number 23, after many days were fulfilled, the Jews took counsel to kill him. But their laying awake was known of Saul. God will give you revelations about disasters in the future. The Lord has shown me that the year ahead is full of landmines. Some of you think because NPP has won, your problems are over. <laughs> I feel sorry for you. The year ahead it's not for children. No, look, children will not even last beyond June. You must be mighty to see December. You must be what? Mighty to see December. You, you, you must have the ability to outmaneuver and outrun and outthink the devil. There is a devil with demons waiting for you in 2017. That's why I'm saying that this convention is not for 2017. Yes. You are on a journey. And I'm going to show you one, one escape route.
one, only one escape route. If you don't use that route, you won't see your dreams come true. <laughs> and they watched the gates day and night to kill him. Then the disciples took him by night and let him down by the wall in a basket. He became tomatoes in a basket, onions in a basket. You will escape. I said you will escape. I said you will escape. Now, don't tell the devil I told you this. Because this is a very private meeting we are having. The ladder you are going to use to confuse him, to, to, to escape, will confuse the devil. It will con- you, you will confuse him with the way you will escape. He is not expecting you to use that road at all. They wanted to kill him. But within the ministry of Paul, they had also planned how to run away. So as soon as they got wind of that conspiracy, they took him by night. By morning, Paul was not there. When the enemy arrives, you will not be there. I said, you will not be there. I said, you will not be there. He is expecting you at a certain place. But you will not be there for him to find you. Ah. Again, in Acts chapter 14, you see in verse 19, that there came thither certain Jews from Antioch and Iconium who persuaded the people and having stoned Paul to kill him, they drew him out of the city. That is, they stoned him supposing he had been dead. So, they stoned Paul till he lay down as dead. Then they did what? They dragged him out of the city, thinking that they were dragging a dead body. Howbeit, as the disciples stood round about him, he rose up. You will rise up. I said you will rise up. Anytime the devil feels that you are down, he'll be surprised to see you rise up. He will surprise the enemy. He will meet you somewhere and he will wonder, but what are you also doing here? I said that you will rise up. He rose up. 
And as the disciples stood round about him, he rose up and came into the city. And the next day, he ran away with Barnabas. <laughs> Some of you, the devil would have found you. But because of this convention, he will not find you. did I preach about last year? Thanksgiving convention. Something queer. I began preaching and I went off on some, was it Thanksgiving convention? What? The altar. Sacrifices. Yes. Yes. Sacrifices. <laughs> Please listen very carefully because when I was in See, the reason why I'm preaching this message is once again, I was with Bishop in Zimbabwe. He was preaching at a pastor's conference. And he released a scripture I have not seen before, even though I've read that portion of the Bible several times. But as soon as he released that scripture, the Lord spoke to me and said, watch out for this. Malachi chapter 4. It was not a scripture that was burning in my heart until he released it at that pastor's conference. That is the reason why I'm preaching what I'm preaching today. Yes. Verse 1. Just one verse. He was, he was charged. And as he was preaching, I could see fire in his eyes. Don't worry if you don't see fire in my eyes. There is fire in my bones. He <laughs> said, for behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven. And all the proud yea and all that do wickedly shall be stubble and the day that cometh shall burn them up said the Lord of hosts you can consider this convention also as a prophetic convention yeah, because because the things I'm going to share are prophetic. A lot of them, some of you will need to buy the message and listen again because it will not make real sense to you. Said the Lord of hosts, he said, it shall burn them up. Said the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. That is there will be nothing left. There will be nothing to draw from and there will be no increase. A branch is a source of increase. A branch is a source of increase. And a root is a source of nourishment. But the Bible says that a day is coming. That day shall burn as an oven. That is a day of trouble. And pain for those who are proud 
proud. The Lord has shown me that in this coming year, anybody who does not deal with pride will be bumped off suddenly. We will not find you in your place. The devil will not tempt you with a woman or a man. What he's going to use to destroy your life is pride. Pride. That is why in this new dimensions convention, God has sent me to prevent you from being bent away. God has sent me to prevent your roots from being cut off. God has sent me to prevent your branches from being cut off. That in the coming year, if you are able to deal with pride, 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 you will find some people will lose their jobs in 2017 because of pride some people will lose relationships because of pride some people are going to sit back and admire and look longingly at places they used to sit because of pride the devil knows that you and I are now very wild about fornication are you not wild? anybody who even passes by you and even his, his arm crap passes by your breast you look at them best way. hey Careful. <laughs> he knows it that we are very wild now. You don't tell it this type of pornography. No, 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 no. So in the coming year, he won't use pornography. He won't use fornication. If in the coming year you are struggling with fornication, pornography, adultery, it means that as for you, you are you, you have postponed your battles to five years ahead. <laughs> yeah. Because because the, the, the assumption is that you have already overcome fornication, pornography, so that we now address the real problem. <laughs> So make sure that in the coming year, you and I together tackle the problem of pride. Pride. There are people who are ready to destroy your life. And the stones they are going to use. Look, you see, if you are here and you don't understand the message I'm preaching, it means that you are the right place. You are the right place. <laughs> I didn't come to preach a message you will understand. 
Watch out! Tell your neighbor, turn to him and say, Watch out! Watch out! Because the prophecy will come to pass that a day is going to come, eh? That, that day shall burn, shall burn like an oven. And that word stubble is grass. The fire will remove you. Those of you who think you have overcome fornication so your problem with the devil is over. You don't watch pornography anymore. This one is senior. (laughs) There is something God wants to do in your life. eh? Without humility. This is the book I'm preaching from. Formula for Humility. Listen very carefully. Because this message is not a... You see, in the kingdom of God, things are indirect. If you want to go up, you go down. If you want to have more, you give. And so on and so forth. This message I'm preaching to you, eh, take your time and listen very carefully because the devil, if he's going to come to you next year, one of the things he would use to destroy you is to get you to be proud. Proud. So that you can lose your job. Proud towards your boss. Proud towards your pastor. Proud towards God. Proud towards your mother. Huh. Almost all the unconquerable people who fell in the Bible fell because of pride. The main one was Lucifer. I mean, can you imagine one angel who is able to remove one third of angels from heaven? And the guy was, he was great. But he fell because of pride. And when I say pride, it will surprise you what is pride. (laughs) In the coming year, you must learn humility. Be humble. And Bishop says, humble yourself because God gives grace to humble people. Humble people. He says, amazingly, God gives undeserved help to humble people. In 2017, the people God will help will be humble people. Humble. 
not arrogant people. He will, you see, in 2017 and beyond there, most of us are going to experience God in the form of water. He will be like water. Anything that stands arrogant and unmovable, he will just pass you by. You'll be standing there and the water will pass by your side. I've told you that if I could project the notes in my iPad, you will see that I've got messages. How many of you know that I've got messages? How many of you know that I mean, I mean, messages, masse, I mean, like convention preaching, that I mean, and computer, do you have a message? Yes. So, if among all the messages, I'm preaching this message, be very careful. I said, your temptation soon will not be a woman's buttocks. When you lower yourself, God reacts by sending you grace. How nice it must be to receive undeserved help when you take the humble path of humility. The humble part of humility. Perhaps there is no better reason to humble yourself than this. Think about all the undeserved help you could have in your life and ministry if you were to humble yourself. The reason why some of us are where we are in life, low, is because you are proud. see, some of you would have thought that the, the subject of pride should be preached to the rich people. You know, those who have the cars, four-wheel drive. Yes, Toyota. Toyota. Land Cruiser. Fortuna. Those with Mercedes-Benz. Because most of you here are Apalahala guys. Not a, not a lot of us here have got cars outside. Even the car park is full and beyond. And the reason why most of us here are Apalahala guys is that you are proud. You are proud. So there is a fire that will burn you away from marriage. Another reason why we must humble ourselves is that through humility, you will be lifted up to the next level in life. The next level, the next dimension, the new dimension for the year ahead, you will get to that new dimension through humility. It's a book I'm reading. I'm not, it's not a poem I wrote. This is a book. What is your next level in ministry? It's your next level to move from 500 members to 800. 
It's our next level to move from singing, uh, uh, your friend is saying, Danase, to, to, to uh, Hallelujah Chorus. Any next level that is ahead of you in life, remember the key to that next level is the key of humility. Otherwise, you'll be surprised that you'll be here without a husband. You'll be sitting in front without a husband. You'll be sitting in front without a job. Something will lift you up to your next level. How many of you are believing God for new dimensions in your life? Yes, the crane, the machine that will lift you to your new level, your new dimension is the crane of humility. Hmm. Are you not seeking the increase? Are you not seeking for increase and promotion? How many of you are looking for increase of members, money, clients, favor, friends, abilities? Receive that increase through humility. Are you not seeking for increase and promotion? Yes. I'm also looking for promotion. You are looking at a pastor who is hungry to be promoted. (laughs) So then humble yourself. And be a servant. Some of you here this evening, you could have driven a car to church. See, that's what Jesus Christ said. When you pray, say that thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yes, because for most people, in fact, most, if not all, most people are far from the reality of their life on earth. Yes, the life God wanted you to live on earth. You are far based on what God has written about you. I said some of you should have, by this time as you are here, you should be, you should have come in a car. Parked at the car park. A car you did not buy. A car that belongs to a person that you are a servant to. Some of you even have the privilege to become servants. But you are a big man as a servant. The person you are serving sees you as a big man. So, so the, the, you are like grass in an oven. You, are being, you, you tend to ashes very soon. Let me read before I start preaching. He said, you will find yourself rising out of your current level into lengths you never dreamed of through humility. Yes. These are prophetic words. These are not just words you used to write exams. These are not exam books. It's not exam. It's not exam. Proud. Pastors, proud. You will know what is pride soon. You know. Because First Peter 5, 6 says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he, 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 
If you find anybody who has been promoted to new dimensions and new heights and new level, and by the way, you are looking at somebody who has been promoted to new dimensions and new, sorry, I forgot to even add that one in the message, but, but I'm saying it right now. I said you are looking at a pastor who has been promoted to new heights and new levels. I, I, I cannot, there's no modesty that will allow me not to see what I'm saying. I can't be too modest to tell you this. When you find anybody who has been lifted up, that person was lifted up by God. I'm telling you, you may see, when you see the man, when you see the woman, you will see gifts. It's like, the man can preach well or the man knows physics or this guy, this woman is a good businesswoman. Or I mean, when you see the girl, you see that this girl sings well. But don't attribute anybody's lifting up to a gift or a talent or an ability. Let me tell you, the God who gives the gifts and the abilities beyond that God, beyond the gifts, that same God must also use his hand to lift you. Yes. Some of you in 2017 will fail major exams. Major exams. Because you are proud. Unless you allow today and tomorrow to heal you. Oh, yes. Yes. I mean, when I was in medical school, it was women who were teaching me. I mean, Reverend George's wife. Lady Pastor Louisa, my classmates, I will sleep in her room. Lady Pastor BDR, Maranatha, look, there's no way I'll write an exam without making contact with these three girls. <laughs> and I was passing. Because in certain places, uh, the women have the apple. Yes. As, as you are with them, you say, oh, you are a man, you can't, you can't lower yourself. They should come to you. They should come and do what? They should come to you to do what? If you obey apple. Even the humility to go to somebody and say, teach me. That's why I said, I'm not preaching to billionaires or millionaires. I'm not preaching. I'm preaching to the student, the teenager, the boy, the wife, the husband, the girl, everybody. You'll be surprised where pride has entered in your life. Humble yourself. So that you'll be covered and protected. I'm reading. It's a reading convention. <laughs> First Peter 5 5. The verse before. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourself to the elder. That's a problem we have today. That's why most of us are small. Dwarfs, diminutive, 
not going anywhere you can't get beloved you can't get a job you can't get employees you can't get anybody you, you are just alone you've changed the way you dress no beloved you've changed your hairstyle no beloved you have removed your eyebrows no beloved you have bleached your face no beloved you have lifted your breast up no beloved you have worn tight jeans no beloved you are now in the car no beloved Submit yourself. Submit yourself to the elder. Now, elder is not just by age. It is up to you to know that this guy is my younger junior in school. But when it comes to business, he is wiser than me. I'm in prison. All these men here are my senior brothers. In the church, we don't use seniority. We don't use age. We don't use age. All this, even this one who is short, you don't know his age. If he tells you his age, you'll be surprised. All of them, there's nobody who is small here. The ability to, to see that somebody has a grace that you don't have. Therefore, you must humble yourself. No. 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 Listen, let me tell you very, very well. Clearly, there is a place. You know, we, we had a pastor's conference in a very big church in Harare. A white man, an, an American. When we finished the conference, we, he was asked to pray. There. He was a host. Huge air conditioned dome. Yes. Beautiful church. When he took the microphone, I don't know where, I, don't, I still don't know where that comment came from. But I took note of it. Before he prayed, he said, Humility will take you further than arrogance. I don't know why he made that comment. It's even some way. But I took note of it. That if you want to go far, you must, you must jump out of the bus called arrogance and hop onto the bus called humility. Humble yourself. Submit yourself to the, to the elder. Yea, all ye, all of you, be subject one to another. One to another. Yes, one to another. That is why today, even marriages don't last. But I will come there maybe tomorrow. I'll come to marriage tomorrow. There's a chapter that deals with marriage. Now maybe today, I don't know. You see that? Men have gone to take that verse. Wives, submit yourself to your own husbands. And you are using it to pummel your wife, to subdue her. Even though between you and your wife, you look like an idiot in the marriage. A 
a lot of men know that if you were to sit in class with your wife, your wife would have done better than you. Even pastors, if you were to leave the church for your wife, she would pastor the church and go that I'm telling you. <laughs> but what you may not know is that you cannot, you cannot have marriage by wife submitting to husband alone. You, marriage is, it, it comes to a place where you must submit yourself one to another. Husbands must submit themselves to their wives. Yes. You take me to be a fool. Take me to be a fool. Husbands. That if you are doing something and your wife makes a comment about it, it may be in your own interest. You just listen to it. Just listen to it. And don't shut her down and clamp her up. Who are you? Shut down. Sit down. A lot of husbands who are not prospering, they're not prospering because their wives have been are, are, are in prison. I know the other side is true. That a lot of men have also married witches. You know, but if you are able to marry a witch, then you must be a wizard yourself. Yes. If any man who finds that your wife is a witch, look carefully at yourself. You are likely to be a senior wizard. But the point is that, listen, listen, you may not know. As I'm, I'm here in this church as a bishop, I'm not just, uh, look at me very carefully. It's not just my members or my pastors below me who are submitted to me. I am also submitted to them. They may not even know that there are certain things I don't do because of them. That when they speak, I listen. There are major decisions I have taken in my ministry from members who don't even know that I, I took cues from them. You sit there and make yourself a big man that nobody can advise. Your wife is like a, like, a, like, like a white duck in the house. That you are the big man. Your fall, eh? Your fall. I'll read how you will fall to you. I'll read how you will fall to you. But even if I don't get to read it, remember how a lizard falls. From the roof to the floor. One in four say yes, it's true. It's true. I was proud. I'm preaching. Are we having a convention? Yeah. Is it a convention? Yeah. Don't worry that I'm not laying my hands on you. It's not every convention. How many of you know I can lay hands? Uh, okay. But once you know I can lay hands, that's fine. <laughs> I'm laying wet. <laughs> Nonsense. Humility is a spiritual covering. He said, and be clothed with humility. Yes. Remember that your destiny in Christ is that the sun should not smite you by day. That's your destiny. That's your prophetic destiny. The moon has no business touching your skin by night. In other words, 
it is, it is important that every believer has a covering. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. <laughs> be clothed. See, see, humility is. Why should we be humble? Because humility is a cloak. It's a cloak. Without that cloak, you'll be disgraced. Imagine yourself without a blouse tonight. It'll be a disaster. Of course, don't imagine it, but I'm just saying that, just, I mean, um, whatever. You see, when you are covered, when you are covered, because let me tell you, let me tell you. Oh, I now feel like preaching. You see, we have got problems, though. As we are sitting here in the church, most of us are not correct. We have problems, issues, issues, challenges. That is why you need a covering. Something to cover your rashes. Yeah. Some of you have got some crodoso in certain some jiba jiba, this type of in certain places. See, a woman is standing there, she's talking in public, and she's just, she has to, just this type of, I mean, what, what is that? <laughs> but we don't see the rashes. Why? Because your skirt covers your chronosoil. Jiba, jiba. I'm talking about a covering. A covering. A covering. A covering. A covering. Be clothed with humility. The clothes we are wearing, you have no idea the things our clothes are covering under. I'm telling you. You see a woman going wearing some nice uh, boo-boo or some nice maxi. Minya, it's not that she likes maxio, but the body is like chamber and hall. Three bedroom house. Three bedroom with two toilets. The body is in chambers. I'm preaching. But when she wears the flowing maxi, wow, graceful movements and a woman is going as so when she wears high heels with a nice maxi but under the maxi you don't have any idea the ropes that have been used to tie certain things elastic for elastic things rope for rope things cloth for cloth things she's like a boxer a sumo wrestler underneath
Should I stop the preaching? Oh, all right, okay. I'm going. Since you don't like the message I'm preaching, it's okay. But you don't like the message I'm preaching. I'm preaching at a convention. You say you don't want the message. What should I do? You didn't say that. Should I continue preaching? Okay. May your jibber, jibber be covered. Receive a covering. Some of you are being covered. You may not know. Hmm. Even in recent times, even today, 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 and two days, some meetings I've had about people, they don't even know that they are being covered. Yeah, sometimes when you are walking around feeling free, you don't know that work is being done behind your back. Yeah. Because when you are humble, humility is be clothed. It is actually a cloth. It's a, it's a garment. And that garment, eh, it's not like a GTP cloth or some adokodon or some polyester cloth which is on you. You see, when you are humble, eh, you have the privilege of the covering of bigger anointings and senior mantles. That's what we call mantles. Like, like as I'm here now, you, have, you see, I'm, I'm, I'm under a covering. I am under a covering. Somebody's mantle covers me. Because the real me, you don't want to know who I am. I said, you don't want to know who I really am. But there's a father who covers us. When you steal money, just, it's okay. Just keep you smile. Do that again. Hey, come on. Go and play. Go. So the guy is around. He's preaching. But you don't know that he's actually a thief who has been covered. You don't know that he has slept with three girls in the church, but the pastor is just, you know, managing the situation as if there is nothing. May you have a covering for your rashes, for your scars. May the, you see, if you find somebody who is beautiful, eh, what you may not know is that, that that beauty is because she has been covered. Yes. Even, even, even physically. Even, even, even though it is an evening meeting we are having. Some of you, your face is not your face. Yeah, what we are seeing, it's not your face. There's a covering on your face. And because of the covering, you look nicer than how you were looking at dawn this morning. Hello? Hello? Yeah, because a covering makes you appear nicer. Why? Because all of us, we are bad. We've got scars. We've got behaviors. We've got attitudes. We've got things that, on, on, I mean, normally, you wouldn't want to associate some things with Bishop Ogo. But I thank God that I have a covering who covers my rashes. The next time you step out, may nobody see the scar on your face. The scar on your back. That's why God gives us coverings. People, human beings, fathers, mothers, they cover us. What you could not do for yourself, they do it for you. 
Humble yourself. Hum- I mean, this point is very important. You need a cloak. You are not nice. Your set is not nice. Your trousers is not nice. You need something to be thrown over you. You are saying you need something to be thrown over you so that your appearance will be presentable. And that is why God gives you. When you are humble and you, you, you place yourself under someone, the person becomes a covering. The grace on his life covers you. In 2017, anybody who predicted your downfall will be surprised that you'll be hanging in the skies and they'll be down there looking for you by reason of humility. 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 You must even be humble because God resists the proud. You cannot afford to be resisted by God. That's why I said that day will come. They will burn like oven. They will burn in the oven. I am praying for everybody here tonight eh, that through humility, you will stand in a place in the coming year that you were not meant to stand. Actually, eh, may somebody, somebody use his hand to lift you and put, even as a pastor, I have lifted people up. Oh yes, I have lift, I've used my hand to lift people up. May somebody use her hand. May somebody use his hand to lift you up. It's not every staircase you can climb. Oh, you cannot climb. The real staircase meant for you. You can't climb it. Somebody must lift you up. Somebody must lift you up. Katabaya. Ramadakasata. Now let me start preaching. How to be humble? How to be humble? And I will take the humility of a child. Because the Bible uses a child as a means of our, uh, a means of, uh, as a standard by which we measure ourselves. How? How? How to be humble? Number one, you become humble by forgiving and forgetting. Now, we, 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 are, we are now right inside the message. So, please look at it. Let me just tell you something before we go on. Let me just tell you something very quickly before we go on. Um, sometimes, you find people, including yourself, who will ask that, what shows I'm proud? So, because that question... It's a very difficult question to answer. We, on our own, have used different things to show that somebody is proud. 
one of them is somebody who is tall. No, I'm, listen, I'm saying that the diagnosis of pride is so subtle and so difficult to make that in our efforts, because we know there's pride in town, so and in our efforts to find the proud people amongst us, we have come by our own criteria. And one of them is that if you are tall, you are proud. Of course, then we also say that even people who get angry by heart, very, they get angry. It's like if you are very short, then your, the, it's, like, it's like your heart is close to the ground. <laughs> yes, your center of gravity is low. No, it, that is it. How do you tell somebody is proud? Oh, that guy. So, like when somebody is coming and is tall. Oh, he's proud. Oh, that. Or if the person drives a car and rolls the glass. Yes. Yeah, and he can't see that when he passes you by, and because he was listening to music or checking something in the car, he didn't see you, and the glass is rolled. Oh, he's proud. He's proud. Or when the person drives a four wheel drive, he's proud. Or when a woman wears high heels and walks slowly, high heels and slow walking. Meaning, walking slow doesn't mean you are proud. Doesn't mean you are proud. Or when a woman is beautiful. So a lot of girls with crumpled faces are seen as humble and when a girl is very like this type of stand out beauties she's proud now all that is rubbish tonight is the first night I'm now going to help you to diagnose real pride tonight How do you know somebody is proud? How, and listen, listen, please. Listen. I've told you that this year, you must be humble. Don't let pride be associated with you. Don't. Don't, don't, don't. Because God needs to lift you up. There is a hand that must lift you. Either God himself or the agents of God in your life must lift you. Somebody will lift you up. Somebody will help you. And it is humility that will cause that help to come. And the first thing, if you want to know that you are proud. Look at whether you forgive people. When you don't forgive people, you are proud. 
when you do not, somebody offends you and you do not forgive, I will not leave the diagnosis of pride to someone to make. You yourself should tell yourself that pride has entered you. Unforgiveness is the first sign of pride. Because you are saying that what that person did to you is so below you. It's like, how can you do that? It's like, you can never do that. Some years ago, many years ago, in Ghana here, a minister of state, minister of moon and stars in Ghana, a minister, slept had sex with his house help and it became national news. People were discussing it. I, I, I don't know. I've forgotten the circumstance, but I, I was very interested. I read the story, but I've forgotten the details. So those days in Ghana, well, in Accra, this type of Joy FM were all there. But there was one Station that was the main station everybody tuned to in the morning to listen to political like things which have happened. I've forgotten the name, it was a Legon station. Was it Universe Radio Universe? Yes, yes, those days, uh, Honorable um, Mahama Idris, is it Mahama? Oh. Haruna Idrisu. Yes, he was a student on campus. That was his main station. He used to go there as a panelist. Kweku Bakun used to go there also. Or some of the, so these type of people. In the morning. I thought it was a Friday morning. I forgot. But it was Radio Universe. Hey, Everybody was waiting. So this particular morning, the Daily Graphic had, had published the ministers, whatever, with the house help. It was news, national news. Many of you remember. So, at least I tuned to Radio Universe to listen to the, and there was a particular journalist. When he takes a matter up, <laughs> I tell you that you will be sorry. He's more than a lawyer. So, we were all waiting. So, they asked, I think Haruna Idrisu made a comment and spoke, you know, about the book minister and so on and the person spoke then we came to this particular minister yes today be today this minister who has gone to sleep with his house help but before i go on this journalist also very verbose and very loquacious was also known to be sleeping with girls i mean i mean his problem was girls even there was some news that he had even slept with his relatives. Yes, one relative, particular relative of his. But that's, that's, let's put that one aside. So we were expecting him to make a case. You see, I'm saying that when you don't forgive, you are saying that what somebody did is like, you can't do it. 
I mean, how could you? But when you are conscious of your frailty, of your vanity, of your futility, of your weakness, you are very careful if you are... Most people who throw stones forget their own weakness. Most people who throw souls. So sometimes you need Jesus to remind you that if you don't have a sin, throw. You see that everybody's stone is down. It means that for, for them to have picked stones to throw, they had forgotten. They had blocked their own phrase because when your weakness is on your mind, you are careful how you treat somebody's weakness. When the microphone was passed to this journalist, he said, you know, if you look into the papers, there are very, very real issues which affect the economy of Ghana, which affect our social life and so on, that we should be discussing at this, you know, not uh, somebody who has slept with his household. Uh, uh, I, 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 I have no comment to make about this. Let's talk about something else, about the export, in, uh, the import taxes, and the, and the governmental levies that are... Hey! Yeah, because as you are about to speak, you know yourself. I said, you know yourself. That's why Jesus said, let him that has no sin cast a stone. Today, I'm telling you, when you hold something against someone for too long, it shows that you are about to fall into that same problem. And that's one, it's a prophecy I'm releasing in the atmosphere. Yes. The next major event will be a repetition of that very thing you use your mouth to discuss. That's why Malachi talked about somebody who was going to come. And also Luke also said that he was going to be responsible for the rising and the falling. The rise and the fall. Because some people actually... Please listen. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. Some people actually, they come into your life to ensure that you fall. I mean, they are there. They are fathers, mothers, human beings. But they are there. Not, not to use their buttocks to tempt you. Or to... No. Sometimes they are not even beautiful. But they exist to ensure your utter annihilation. Your abysmal neutralization. Because they exist with weaknesses to enable you to make a comment. They have so many obvious weaknesses that... they come into your life to open doors to cases in your life. But as you comment, you make a comment, you speak. Kenneth Hagin, I, I don't, I, I'm not a follower of Kenneth Hagin. I hardly listen to him. But there are one or two things, two stories I know, I, know I've, 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 I, I read about him. Those days I was a, bit, a little interested. I really don't follow him. I follow my pastor. But he tells a story of 
an invitation. A pastor, like I'm here, he was invited to somebody's church. Like I'll be invited to, let's say, a major church or Pantan branch or uh, uh, Reverend Wisdom will invite me to every church. So while he was in the church the first night, he finished preaching. Not only that, the day of the week he went, one of the senior pastors in the church had been suspended for either adultery or some insubordination. I, I forget the real whatever. But when he finished preaching, some other pastors who had come, because this pastor was a known pastor, known, they came to ask him that, you know, what do you have to say about what has been done to Pastor Emmanuel? How he has been suspended or he has been, you know, stuff. and then Papa Hagen also made a comment that, he, yes, he deserves to be suspended. He deserves this to be done. He deserves that, that, that. So the meeting just ended. Then he went home. As soon as he entered his bedroom, he lay on his bed, and then Jesus entered. And the first question was, who art thou? Who art thou? To make a comment about somebody's servant. Listen, some of you don't know. Some of you don't know. The Bible says that before his maker, he standeth or falleth. Nobody stands or falls before you because you are not important. Anybody who has fallen has fallen before his master, before God, not you. Tonight, eh, I want to tell you this. Some of you will live very long because of this message. I said, some of you will live very long because of this message. Remember, when you are unable to forgive and forget, that is, you bring up issues. Somebody's past, you go into the past and remove the dockets. And use it against the person constantly. Two things will happen. You are ensuring your personal fall. And number two, you are stirring up opposition because of your pride. Number two, When you are humble, you are not conscious of other people's weaknesses. other people's weaknesses. You are not conscious of stereotypes. I will explain stereotypes. Some of you think it's a type of music. 
You see, there are people eh, they are very conscious of even tribes. Tribes. Like an Asante will never let his son marry an Ewe. And, 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 and when you go into the reasons, there are real reasons. You see, but listen very carefully. When you are too conscious of somebody's difficulties and you are too conscious of somebody's fault, it, it, it's, like, it's like when you see the person, you see his problems. When you see Bartimaeus, even, even today, Bartimaeus has been healed. Remember he was healed in the Bible? How many of you know Bartimaeus was healed in the Bible times? Don't we still call him blind Bartimaeus? It shows how we are as human beings. That as far as we are concerned, your healing doesn't matter. (laughs) As far as we are concerned, your, 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 your repentance doesn't matter. No matter what we do, we see you as a fornicator. The one who slept with that girl. You are the, I mean, we don't, know, we don't care whether you, are, you, you, you have even flown to space. Listen, today, I want you. Pastor, what are you trying to do? I want to... I want you and I to be cool. To be very cool. So that God will lift us up. The next sign of pride. Or the humility of a child. A child, the hum- a child shows the humility of being soft and bendable. And when you lose this humility, you become hard and stiff. First Samuel 15, verse 23. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he hath also rejected thee from being king. You see, when you are stubbornness, is being stiff. unbendable now when you find somebody who cannot be made to change his mind like it's like as for you there when you take a decision nobody can come and even try and negotiate with you or make a little come oh can you please change your mind no 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 what you say is a law you are about to fall I said you are about to fall. 
Why are you about to fall? Because, because, because. Look at it. Oh, look at it. Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. And the Bible says that suffer not a witch to live. A witch, a witch is not supposed to live. It is an Old Testament law. When you are found to be a witch, you are stoned to death. It's now that we use anointing oil and so on to, you know, massage. But normally, a witch must not live. But ladies and gentlemen, we don't need to stone you to finish you. Your own rebellion will ensure that you don't last beyond one year. Turn to your neighbor and ask the neighbor, are you soaking in the message? Some of you cannot be made to change your mind. No preaching changes you. If you say you won't do soul winning, you will never do soul winning. If you say you won't come to church, you will never come. If you say you are going to marry that man, you will marry him. It's like that. What you decide to do, is it that like there is nobody who can, who can reason with you. Now, such people, suddenly their necks are broken. I pray that right now, the Lord does a work of softening your neck and your heart and your will and your soul. He said, show me a stubborn woman and I'll show you a proud woman. Show me a stubborn and unyielding wife. And I will show you a proud wife. Show me a man who will never change. Ask your neighbor, are you the type who never changes? Show me a man who will never change, never yield, never accept, never bend, never agree, never say die. And you are looking at a proud man. In 2017, may the power of God, may the wisdom of God, may an anointing be able to bend you small. Receive new dimensions. I'm preaching. Another sign that you are becoming proud. Another sign that you are becoming proud is that you do not embrace adventure or excitement or new things. Children, the humility of a child. A child is typically someone who likes adventure. He will climb the wardrobe right now. Oh, yes. Yes. He will put his hand inside the fire. That's right. Fire! A child. Even when he touches the water and it is hot, he will try and pour it on his body to see how it feels like on the body because it is my hand that was burned. But my, 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 my. <laughs> yes, that is a child. 
Some of you, let me take it one by one. <laughs> you don't like adventure. You don't like adventure. Especially older pastors. Older pastors. Like anything that is new. So it's like when you come to Bread of Life and you see pastors like Reverend Asso, Reverend Michael Dems on stage acting a play, doing karate and so on, you must clap for some because you see, normally pastors like this, no, 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 me, why, why, why should I go and wear a wig and do this? Yeah, never, never, never. As you grow, as you grow, I'm talking about pride though. Pride, pride. When a person is proud, you see, when you are proud, you are so self-conscious and self-composed that you don't want to do anything that, that uh, uh, almost makes you lose control of yourself. You, are, you, you want to be in control. You check, is your suit okay? I mean, am I looking okay? Do I, I mean, am I, am I, am I, am I, am I on point? Yeah. And it is always people who are growing. Look, if you are a pastor, if you are a shepherd, your greatest adventure is the adventure of going outside to go and win a soul. You, you talk to a person, the person insults you. It's adventurous. Oh, yes. <laughs> I say, you say, oh, uh, uh, I want to talk to you about Jesus. Nonsense. Who are you? Get away. Thank you, sir. And they go, That's what the disciples said. When they went to preach and they were beaten, the Bible said they came back with joy, excited that they were counted worthy, worthy to suffer with Christ, receive new adventure. May your ministry not end. Even, even, even business, businessmen and businesswomen who don't like adventure, they never do well. And as you grow, not only do your bones become safe or your blood vessels become safe, but your will becomes safe. I was talking to a grown-up who had decided to do something to a certain person. I sat him down and I spoke to him. I said, don't do this. Do it this way. Do it my way. He looked at my face and told me that I, the only reason why I will do this is because you are the one telling me. But sir, I had planned. I had plans for this person. When he was advised, he could bend. Some of you cannot be made to bend. To bend. You see wives who cannot even turn around. You see them with their nice hair, nice shoes, but they are stiff. The husband cannot say, eh, yeah, copium. Yes. Look, Bread of Life Cathedral, whether we are going to grow to be 80 
or 90 or 75 we must look young our hair may be gray but there must be excitement and adventure I'm preaching wise today when you go to their bedroom they are like boxes sumo restless no excitement I said no adventure I was telling a group somewhere I said a woman you cannot have sex as if you are writing WAHEC exams I should stop preaching. No, your face makes me. You are intimidating me. I should go. Should I go? But I feel intimidation. Okay, let me come to that side. I said, when we are walking behind your window. In the night at 2 a.m., hey. we must feel as if there's a karate, karate. Hey. How can a man and a woman, you are in a room and the place is quiet? It shows that there is a proud man or a proud woman in the bedroom. Father, remove anybody from our lives who is proud. Any man, any woman, receive humility to show excitement. I should stay here. Thank you. It's a sign. It's a sign that your husband has become proud. But even most of the time, it's the woman we expect to talk. Because they are the ones who have the gift of talking. We should hear that they are... Look, if you are a husband and your and wife, you have been married for 10 years and your neighbors have never come to knock on your door to ask if there's a problem, it means that your marriage is not a, it's a, it's a correct marriage. Your neighbor should come and knock and say, we are hearing some, what is happening? Oh, no, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Yeah. We, are, we, are, we are humble husband and wife in the house. There's humility in the house. You may scream! Bodies will not learn new tunes, new new chords, new whatever. Always they're old, they're old, they're old. Listen, listen, listen. I've told you being tall or having a new car or rolling up your glass, it's not pride. When there is no excitement in your life, I mean you, Karen, if there's no excitement in your bedroom. 
And, and what bores me is that when they come to church and they are worshipping, the way they scream, the way they cry, and they are lying down, and you are looking at you, look at you, look at you. A God you cannot see. A God you cannot see. I'm preaching. A God you cannot see. Jesus said, if you cannot forgive a man, you can see. And you see them in the house. The women see that they are wearing their glasses. They wear glasses as if they are headmistresses and uh, uh, prison officers. Give me glasses like that. They are wearing their glasses like that. With their mobile phone. Where's the phone? So even as the man is coming, he sees the headmistress in the room. I mean... Uh, please, I came to ask if uh, school has begun. <laughs> Are you selling forms? Give the Lord a shout! Look, listen. Put back Malachi 4.1. When there is no excitement in your life, you are going to be bent away. I'm telling you. You may think, look, I'm telling you that the messages I could have preached there, you have no idea. Even, even this, there are books. When, if I take it, you cannot sit down. I said, if I take a book from here, you can't sit down. I am standing here with a word from the Lord for your life, for your future. I'm not joking. You are a pastor, there's no excitement in your, in, your, in your ministry. You are a singer, there's no excitement. There's no adventure. There is nothing new, nothing new, nothing new. No new way of preaching. No new way of singing. No new genre. Nothing, nothing new. That's it was before. This is now. The same song you come up, some of you, even depending on the dress you wear, we can predict the song you will sing. Yes. If you are wearing a certain blue skirt and a white top, we can tell she's going to sing, be magnified. <laughs> when you are proud, you don't learn new things. No. Don't learn new things. You don't receive new counsel. Don't receive new ways. No, 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 no. Every wife here, I chat tonight. Go, to, go home. Call your husband and say tonight we are going to do something new. Something new is going to happen tonight. Is your wife here? Find her tonight. We don't want crucifixion. Crucify me. But may I send him? A change must come. Clap your hands for a change. You sit there. You sit there and be a madam. You sit there. 
and be a madam. Be continue wearing your glasses. You'll be surprised. You will be surprised. All the proud. All those who don't like adventure and excitement and new things, they shall be stubble. And the day coming shall burn them up. The day itself will burn them up. Honestly, this convention it should have been five days. Yeah, because I need to end right now. And there are things I'll continue tomorrow. God willing, tomorrow. New things. New things include new panties. How is it possible that your son, when he's bringing your boxer shorts, will give it to your wife because he knows that she wears all these type of boxes? Some of you standing here, if we look at your panties, we'll see holes. Holes are inside. Holes are inside somewhere. You think I'm joking? They think I'm joking. Oh, they think I'm joking. You will think I'm joking until something happens. Hey! Now, now you start wearing ropes, ropes. But it's too late. It's too late. You take me to be a comedian, an idiot, a fool. I said, a day will come. You start wearing ropes. And it's too late. You receive excitement in your life, in your academic life, in your ministry, in your life. Even how you dress, some excitement, baby. Abba! 2017, I am burning all slate and kaba in the church. All wives are going to wear skinny jeans. This type of yes, I'm preaching. Are you happy you are in church today? Look, <laughs> receive excitement, excitement, excitement. Ex look, when we see shepherds, eh? shepherds, shepherds, 18 year old shepherd, 17 year old shepherd, 19 year old shepherd, with your Bible, and you are going to do outreach. The excitement in your on your face and in your bounds. We want to even follow you. Receive excitement. Dress with with pizzazz, pizzazz. When the young girls are dressing, you say, "Well, why are they dressing to come and and, and, and do what? 
What's your problem? You have won Maxia. All your seamstresses know your style. When you are proud, eh, you, nobody will. I'm telling you that it's not that you, you should see it in Sandra. See it in yourself. Ask yourself what, 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 what is new? What, what, adv- what adventure are you on? What adventure? What adventure? What, what is the new song you want to sing? We gave you a tripod. You have been standing here. You can't lift it and change a direction or do something. Receive new ideas. Receive new ideas. Receive new ideas. Why, 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 why is it? A sign of humility because when somebody suggests something new you take it on so i've not done this before like i was in liberia and bishop told me this crusade we're going to have about, how many crusades 12 like the liberia crusades we had eight some number of crusades so this crusade you are going to use envelopes to raise funds on the stage, nine crusades. I've never done that ever in my life. I said, what is, you said on the stage or in the pastor's conference, say, on the stage at the crusade, give out envelopes, raise funds every night. I, I didn't even know it existed. Some of you don't know other things which are possible, other ideas. Tonight, eh, when you go home, tell your husband that tonight, let's try to have sex standing on our head. Two of us, we are on our head. Our legs are up. Let's see how it is like. If you die, you die. I said, if you die, you die. All die, be die. Clap your hands for Jesus. What type of Abawahega styles? Abawahega. I took the envelope from Zwedro to Morovia, nine crusades. I raised one. Today, people invite me, they give me a lot of money put me in five-star hotels to raise funds in their churches. This is new dimensions. You're having new dimensions convention. I'm saying that your, your, your ability to embrace new ideas, excitement, and, and do new things will introduce new dimensions. Yes, it is your humility. Your humility. Your boss, the work you do, he may give you something new. You know, do the... the no! Then you go and you go and pull your letter of um, employment. What do you call that letter? Appointment letter. And say, You appointed me to do this, to do this, to do this. No, I don't know. Tea making is not part. Meanwhile, as a woman, 25 year old girl, you don't know how to make tea. 
You think to make tea is just to put a tea bag in hot water? Then cows can make tea. Many of you here cannot fry an egg. You don't have any idea. Go out. Go to five-star hotel. Look at egg that they have fried. Your own. I don't want to bancoon that didn't cook well. Or I, I can't imagine. I can't understand what type of... Because you are proud. <laughs> New ideas. A lot of pastors standing here. You don't have any big church. Twenty members, thirty members. God, no, to have to, to have a big church, you must be innovative. So you can see that the same behavior in the marriage, in the bedroom, is also in the boardroom and also in, in, in the in the in the in the in the uh, L room. You are pretty mission. You know, I think we'll continue tomorrow. Stand to your feet. Stand, stand, stand to your feet and let's go. Stand to your feet. Tomorrow, we are, we are going so... Tomorrow is what? Friday. Nothing less than four hours of preaching. Minimum four hours of preaching. Lift your two hands and let's close. I want you to pray to God and say, Lord, Lord, I have laughed, I have clapped, but remove pride from my life. Pride. Pride. The things that man has been saying, the things that pastor has been saying, Remove pride from my life. Unyielding, unbending, old ways. You will not even learn how, how, how a pastor does something. And you are stuck in your old life. Lift your two hands as we close. I told you this convention is not some assaulting. We are having, we, we, we are receiving superior guidance. This is new diamond. You watch it, watch it carefully. Your first testimony next year is that your boss will say he prefers you. Who doesn't like a humble person? Lift your two hands, everybody. Shekatuli mama zanda la baba. Nekeribosha. Nekeribosha. Kamayandere bebe. If you can hear me, I reassign you to a destiny of being liked by the people above you. 
anyone above you even if you are 1000 at your level you will be preferred Sun. May a covering of humility be your shield. Father, we thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.